Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies Podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Coaster Cuzzies are going to talk about Christmas events. We love Christmas. And we're also going to have our first ever game show on the podcast. So stick tuned to that and listen to that cuzzies in your ear. Hey, Coaster Bro, how you doing this evening? Hey, Theme Park Stud, this evening I'm doing very well. I know, man. It's been a minute. I wasn't on the last show because of Thanksgiving and shit. Thanksgiving and shit. Yeah, I've been great, dude. I've just been... Um... Oh, yeah, I'm a gamer now. I don't, I don't think we've talked about this. Oh yeah, I have dude. I have a Nintendo yeah. Switch, and that's all I've been doing. What? Can you get Golden Eye on that mug? I don't know. I think you. No, I don't think you can. I don't think cool. it's on there. But I have been playing Mario Coaster Tycoon Three, which has been awesome, and Mario Kart. We playing like that, cra- playing that like crazy. We should play Don't Drink and Drive sometime. Mm-hmm. 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 The listeners don't even know about that. They don't know anything about it. They don't. Unless they're cool. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been great. I've just been... Dang, lots of change. You're a gamer now. Yeah, I actually... <laughs> what did I say the other day? I said something. What's a term that gamers say all the time? I, I said epic. Epic? I said the word epic, and that's like gamers say that a lot. That's epic, dude. Yeah. <laughs> epic show. So and then I've been to... watching Survivor like crazy. That's weird. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the girl I'm seeing when she was during uh during COVID, she watched a bunch of Survivor. Why is that a thing all of a sudden? Why are people just watching Survivor in these days? Maybe it was just put on Netflix or something, but it, it is on Netflix, yeah. It's amazing. It's it- I've never I never watched it. And it's so good. <laughs> we we've seen my wife and I binge watched three seasons so far. Damn. I oh. I watched it when I was like when it first came out as a kid and it was cool but like i never like i don't think i would want to go watch it again missing out man boston rob uh i know who boston, boston rob man. is yeah he's cool as hell yeah we just watched a, a season where he wins oh yeah he slays yeah, yeah he's really good mm-hmm. but, he uh, plays the game he does yeah and he's so nice when he does it <laughs> sure. i don't know <laughs> But anyway, this is a roller coaster podcast, so I guess we should talk about those. Well, have you uh, have you been any badass parks on Roller Coaster Tycoon Three yet? No. Well, I've d- I've done two scenarios. So okay. I'm getting, honestly, I, I played it all weekend, and it took me like all weekend to figure out the controls and like get them down, <laughs> because like going from a computer to where you had a mouse and you click to like a controller and like all the controls are different. Um, like it took me a long time just to like finish building a like junior kitty coaster oh. <laughs> yeah bathrooms are easy but um before question. you know it i'll be i'll be getting really good at it i think question i used to do this when i played roller coaster tekken 2 but do you charge people to go to the restroom yes 10 cents on uh, on two. Hell yeah you know it'd be hilarious in real life if like cedar fair just like you know because of 2020 because of covid we got to just do we got to upcharge a few things uh the bathroom's gonna be uh, a dollar if you want to use the bathroom like <laughs> people would lose their shit literally they'll probably just be shitting on the midway They're like charging me <laughs> i don't know if it was a um, guaranteed clean restroom though i think i'd pay like a dollar to take a number two so you're in talking a about this is, i think we're on to something here i think you're on to something so you know how like there's fast pass or you know fast lane at those parks and stuff. Yeah. Think about like premium shitters. Like you, Ooh. you know, you pay the <laughs> VIP shitter yeah, pass, and it's like <laughs> clean. It's probably like a bathroom attendant there. You know, just like if you're in a club, they're like, yeah, he's there to like. <laughs> he's got like mints and stuff. He's like putting the soap on your <laughs> it, hand it's for an you. Add on to the season passes or annual passes, like you know VIP shitters or something like that. Like he's like guaranteed to call you Playboy. Like hey Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> and i like disney and universal like they're really over the top themed restrooms but then like the like just a general like ticket just you just get basic ass restroom but like the vp ones are like super themed up why wouldn't you upcharge moaning myrtle you know and exactly. uh universal and the tangled toilets why wouldn't you 
Mm-hmm. These theme parks need to be listening to our show. Yeah, they could make so much revenue in 2021 if they implement this. They really could. Yeah. God, we have great ideas. I think we need to put a poll on Instagram to see of our listeners and followers if they would actually pay for a VIP experience in the restrooms. Like an add-on to the season park. Like pass. $10. Season pass. $10. That's what we're looking for. I would pay the $10 for that. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, easily. Came with breath mints and tipping the restroom attendant. Come on, man. Who wouldn't? What if it was a bidet bidet in that toilet, you know? Oh, I mean, they have to. They got to go super, you know, premium. Speaking of, I might be buying a bidet. Um, what? Yeah, you could buy bidets like um for Your booty's gonna sparkle, bro. What I know exactly. I was like, I've been looking into like the health benefits of it and like you're gonna save money on toilet paper. Like you just need a little bit obviously to dry it off so it's not you don't got all wet asses hanging out everywhere. But right, it's like right. but it's like pretty cool. There's this company called Tushy and um yeah, they're like seventy dollars, but just attached to like your toilet and you just hook it up to the where the walk like where the toilet bowl fills up when it's clean water anyways and uh-huh. there's like a couple of settings you can get one that you also connects to your sink that has a temperature control or just a basic one that just does uh, the water so it's gonna be a little i'm probably just getting the basic one so it might be a little cold but that's just you know it'll just wake you up in the morning just wake you up a shot up your uh <laughs> lips and stuff nothing wakes you up faster bro yeah who, need, who needs folders in your cup when you've got uh, water shooting cold the day <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right let's talk about some uh some christmas <laughs> events you know speaking of bidets up your butthole <laughs> holiday events all right so we want to talk about holiday events because in 2020 parks either said nah we're not opening for christmas or they opened as normal or they got creative with it and it was kind of a fun trend so i kind of wanted to jump through and, and talk a little bit about some of the unique stuff that I saw um, that parks are doing. And one of my favorite things that I saw is something that's probably not making a lot of revenue for the parks, I would assume. Maybe. But Walmart, during the quarantine, Walmart was doing those drive in. Did you kind of see that? They did like a series where they had drive in theaters, but it was in Walmart parking lots. I did not see that at all. I remember talking about driving theaters would be like just clutch right now, but I didn't know Walmart did something like that. Yes. Yeah, so like I know a couple of them over in Kansas uh, on the Kansas side played the wizard of Oz. Um, and they did it on, yeah. Typical Kansas thing to do, but they kind of expanded that idea and we're like, yo, we're going to do a holiday drone show. We're going to go to these places that have big parking lots and we're going to put on a free show for people. You just put in a reservation and boom, you're in. Now they're all, all the reservations are full now. Like people just took them immediately. They're free. I was like, let's go see this drone show. But the parks that are included on this, it's kind of like a road show, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but Six Flags Fiesta Texas is doing it. Carowinds and Kings Dominion. So I think it's just a really interesting idea. Like why haven't parks been doing stuff like this uh, all along? Well, we know Disney, they did the original drone show. Um, yeah. Out of so, Disney Springs. Yeah, so that's kind of where it started. I know they also did, when they opened up uh, Galaxy's Edge, they also did a drone show um, for the grand opening for that. Like You kind of make it look like TIE Fighters and whatnot. So Disney's done a little bit with it, but I agree. I mean, it's a good entertainment option. You know, COVID or no COVID, I think it's it's a good opportunity. Just Walmart coming out entertaining people but what i'm kind of interested in is like what does that deal look like did, did the parks just open up their their facility for free is there it's walmart paying them uh and then do these parks do they get to go around with like a vendor and like set up concession stands and make money off of it that's what i want to know i think the park definitely has some kind of vending but yeah i don't know if like yeah they're just like collabing and like you said it's free to reserve and stuff so then it's just free yeah it's a free show you just have to go in and reserve your spot so you got to think there's some sort of ticket operator that's checking reservations yeah so like they're spending money but yeah how they're getting any kind of money and that's interesting and how long is a drone show right 
I feel like it's only going to be like five minutes, but if you're going all the way there, you'd probably expect something that's going to be like 30, 45 minutes. And then like everybody comes in at the same time, everybody leaves at the same time. It's kind of a nightmare, but it's free. So like, why wouldn't you do it? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's just super cool. I mean, who, and at the beginning of 2020, who said that there'd be three parks, Walmart's going to host a drone show and, uh, that's just what's going to happen this winter. I don't think anybody was going to say Walmart's hosting a drone <laughs> show. <laughs> Walmart, they bought TikTok. They're hosting drone shows. They're like the entertainment <laughs> capital of the world right now. I love or, it. Oh, we're going to have like a Walmart land theme park. Talk about the Ar- worst. Arkansas could use a better theme park, you know? Yeah. Talk about the worst. Like, that'd be some terrible customer service to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day of like Walmart employees. <laughs> and uh the guy was pretending to be one and then he would just shift his body like he was threatening people as he walked by him and he said that was walmart a walmart i think boy. i saw that one too <laughs> actually i think you sent me that one i probably did yeah, yeah. <laughs> but moving on to more parking lots uh you have some parking lot drive throughs happening so these are coming from parks specifically that didn't open um i'm assuming i don't think six flags whitewater opened this year it could be wrong but they're not open right now because it's too cold to go swimming in Atlanta. <laughs> so they have a, and I believe it's a third party company that comes in and does this, but they've turned their parking lot into a drive through like light spectacular thing. That's cool. And, and it's pretty expensive to get in. It's like, I think it's like 35 or 45 a car last time I checked. Damn. Yeah. And if you go on weekends, I, I think weekdays are a little cheaper, but like weekends is like, that's about what it is. And uh, you know that it's doing well. Um, I mean, we have a couple of those around here in Kansas City, but there, there's like Christmas in the Park, which is right pretty much right where you live. Yeah, I can look out my window and see it. And that one's just donation-based, so you just kind of – it's free, it's free, but then you just donate what you feel. And then I know Swope Park did something this year. Right you where got, Go Ape is. Is it right where Go Ape is? It's literally that road where Go Ape. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you go through the – Parking lot? Wait, that's like a oh, the one that leads. It goes like, up the hill. Yeah, nobody knows what we're talking about. You and I, you and I are the only listeners that know what we're talking about. But yeah. Go Ape was this place I used to be in charge of, and Swope Park, and there's like a really pretty like woody hill you go up, and then the whole drive is like a circle. But interesting. Yeah, yeah uh, but I heard that one cost money. I don't know how much it is though. I think it's like ten bucks. Okay. I think we're. I think my wife and I are going to go because there's a guy there that's selling kettle corn. And he's a dude with Down syndrome who owns a kettle corn place and he's selling kettle corn. So I think we're going to go up there and support his business. But That's dope. It's pretty sweet. But yeah, this is something that, like, why wouldn't you keep doing this if you're Six Flags Whitewater and Valley Fair? Yeah. Every year. I don't know why more parks don't do this. I mean, like, even if you're open, you could probably section off. Like, you're not going to get crowds. Of, you need all your parking lots. Like, why don't do something, make some money on the side too, or yeah, I think I think everyone should do it. Like, because Valley Fair does not open for Winterfest. Six Flags Whitewater does not open. It's like this is a great way to make revenue, and it's one thing that's good that I'm seeing coming out of 2020 is parks had to get creative and getting their revenue, and now you've got creative ways. They're already in place. Why not keep doing them? Yeah, and uh, one of my favorite things that is actually happening it's got to go to six flags because six flags through it all compared to cedar fair especially have found ways to make revenue and to open their parks to like experiences so magic mountain in california obviously just not going to open until i think i did a tiktok today i'm predicting 2024 because california is just never going to reopen i don't think which it is what it is, <laughs> but they found a way to make money and you can drive through the park. They basically, they decorate the park just like they would for holiday in the park. And you can drive your vehicle through the park. Yeah. This is so cool. I saw the map and I was like, this is genius. Like who wouldn't I, do I it? almost, I'm almost to the point where I think like, I'd rather, I think some parks I'd rather not have a, a event there and just keep it closed and just do this anyways. Cause I think it would be just cool to say, I drove through a theme park. Now, granted, I have driven through a theme park. No, I was working there at the time. I yep. wasn't using my personal vehicle, and I wasn't – but, like, 
I think this is a cool idea. I just like I wonder if anybody's gonna get a rack or hit something in the park. That's what I'm very curious about. Oh, you know it's gonna happen. But Magic you know Mountain has big ass uh, has big hills. ass midways. So and oh, those hills I forgot about those. And it goes right over the like the mountain. They, I mean, yeah. they go up the hill and down the steep hill, and like it goes through the pretty much the entire park. Is yeah, but they have pretty big midways, like wide ones. Though. They do. Yeah. Like it's designed. I mean, there was that there was that section I felt wasn't super wide. Kind of by um oh what's that coaster? It was a 3D one. Well, at the time it was a uh, New I, Revolution. It was uh, yeah yeah. I think it was pretty yeah. It, it gets kind of skinny there, but they yeah. go through that part. So they it'd be do. interesting. Like I kind of wish I was in Cal. Well, I don't wish I was in California right now, but it'd be kind of cool <laughs> that um I would like to go there. Yeah, it's um honestly like I heard Coaster Radio talking about this a few episodes back, but like. I would, I think I would pay just to drive my car through a, an amusement park, just without lights. <laughs> like, I really think I would do that. I don't know if I'll do that, um, but, but I would definitely uh, want to do something like this, like drive yeah. through with Christmas lights. I think that's really cool. Just like, I mean, like you, like you said though, driving a vehicle through a park. Like I remember, I got to drive my personal vehicle through Six Flags Over Georgia quite a bit. And it's just like, I remember just like parking my car and taking photos because it was like, cool. <laughs> it's like, oh, Goliath's in the background and here's my car. <laughs> It'd be really nice if uh, World of Fun did something. Oh, wait. Anything would be nice. Yeah. But um, I think, I think who, who takes the cake though? Who, who won the Winterfest, Holiday in the Park, Creative Challenge? Six Flags Great Adventure and Six Flags Fiesta Texas are open on weekends for their holiday in the park events. They, they saw the success of Magic Mountain and decided we're going to open during the week and do a drive-through experience. That's cool. That's on days world. that they're closed. Let's make some money. Yeah. So That's the world. I like it. It's amazing. Like Great Adventure is king. Well, I mean, you're going to get people that go on Thursday, drive through, and then go to the event on Friday. I'd do it. Oh, yeah. Smart. But those are some cool cool things that are happening in the world of 2020 holiday season. Um, but do you, do you think these trends will stay? I think the, I think if the park drive-thrus are successful, I could totally see them kind of doing kind of what Fiesta Texas and Great Adventure are doing, where they're going to – operate the holiday event on the weekends and potentially open up during it. No, I don't think every park's going to do it because some of them really don't make sense. Like I don't see worlds of fun doing that because I think it would be very, I mean, obviously you could drive through that park, but it is kind of more windy and, and some of those bridges are kind of old and like, I, I don't see worlds of fun ever doing a drive through like that. So. I think they could though. I think you could take them kind of around Steelhawk open that gate up, go around towards detonator. See, Africa section is what worries me. How they That's true. Up? That intersection over there is bad. That and going under the trestle, then there's the two planters in the middle by uh, um, the scrambler now. And mm. I just – it was already it was always tight when we drove through there with the, the like, Ford Ranger. The Ranger. Truck. Yeah. <laughs> so That's when true. Bro and myself worked at Worlds of Fun, we used to do, like – cleaning shifts or or like set up some of the halloween um mm-hmm. decorations for halloween haunts and we would drive vehicles to the park all the time and we had this little tiny ford ranger then like even and really all the all the vehicles were pretty small even the maintenance trucks i mean there was a couple like full size like f-150s but nothing like gigantic that were going through the park mm-hmm. yeah so that's I true just, yeah i work. guess the train trussles were would really knock it out but they could they could set something up in the oceans parking lot. Oh yeah, they could definitely do parking lot version of it. They would Easy. whoop that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I just don't I think don't the driving to the park. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. If they do, they use permanent road and then circle like partly through the park. Maybe. I want to see them take it through low water. We're getting real nerdy. Never mind. I'm not, we won't talk about what low water is because it won't yeah. make any sense. But no one's gonna know. No. <laughs> All right. But since this is a Christmas episode, we've got to talk about Christmas a little, or holidays, Christmas, you name it. But yeah, I want to talk, talk about, about our, our favorite yeah. events. Yeah. 
some of our favorite events and give a little bit of pointers of what you can't miss, what you should be doing to make sure that you're having a good time at these events when you do eventually go. And um, theme park stuff, man, what's one of the events that you want to talk about? Um, so I just thought of one that we didn't really talk about beforehand, um, but Very Merry Christmas. Uh, oh, snap. Magic How did we Kingdom. forget that? My I know. We kinda, we kinda, we've both been to it together. Um, like twice. <laughs> did we go to it twice or we just went one time? I, I know I've been twice. I mean, if... Oh, no, that was... No, I've only to, been once. Yeah, you went to Disneyland? No. No, we went to Not So Scary twice. Three times, um, I think. Twice. We, we, twice? Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> really enthusiastic about how <laughs> He's like, no, I've been there been. more times than that. I, uh, I've no. been there eight times this year. <laughs> no, we've both been to Very Merry. It was like, I don't know, we went there probably, what, four or five years ago at this point now? Probably so. Like Not five. a lot has changed, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, for those who don't know that event, at Magic Kingdom, uh, um, Disney World. I don't know why I just blinked on that <laughs> you really did though yeah. i was like what park is that or what i guess not even a park what resort is that oh. <laughs> um yeah so magic kingdom in orlando florida at disney world um and it's uh it's it's kind of run almost nightly uh actually yeah it is pretty much nightly um and by the way this is something that's not running in 2020 but it, it is an event are you okay? I don't know. You're like losing it. <laughs> hey, okay, but one of my favorite tips, I'm going to go ahead and start here. One of my favorite tips about Mickey's Not So Scary is you don't have to wait for the event to start to actually get into the park. So one of my favorite things to do is, you know, you're on vacation down there. I always recommend don't go to a park the same day because what do we usually do? We'll usually go to a resort maybe get some lunch and then immediately start the booze cruise. Yeah. Cause magic kingdom doesn't have alcohol. So we would pregame the event, of course. So you, know, you get lunch at about noon, kind of wander around the resorts and check them out. Belly up at a bar for a little while, take a couple shots, get a couple. <laughs> Ooh, the, the move is to uh, open trader Sam's. Yes. That's the move. So you don't have to wait. So you wait for Trader Sam's to open, whatever time that is, and sit down. And buy some very Enjoy expensive it. drinks. Very expensive. <laughs> but delicious. Yes. yes. Very potent. Mm-hmm. But then, you- uh, yeah, you go, you go into the park a little early, and honestly, you kind of hit up some rides that aren't too busy. You don't want to – my biggest tip when it comes to this is – and I'd say this for not so scary, even though that's a Halloween event um, and very merry is it is a ticketed event. So they do sweep out the park for people that don't have the ticket for it. Um, therefore, usually it's not as busy. So some of the more marquee attractions like seven dwarves or um, um, some other ones. Space Mountain exists <laughs> Space there. Space Mountain, yes. Ever, have uh, you been to Disney World? I, <laughs> that's the question. I don't know why I'm struggling so hard tonight <laughs> to think of rides. Probably the most, you know, one of the most iconic theme parks in the world. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, usually the lines aren't too bad, so you can actually knock out a lot of the rides um, during the event. So I would, when you get mm. to the park, just kind of do something that doesn't have a big line that you want to hit or do something different that you don't normally do when you go to the park that you just kind of want to do. So, yeah. And you can usually get in, I think it's around three or four o'clock is when you can get in and people don't get swept out till six or so. Something like that. Yeah. So it is going to be pretty busy when you get in there, but like, like, you like buzz, so just, just ride it yeah. out, ride it out, wait in a few lines, get knock a few things out. Yeah. Like go we, to Tomorrowland, knock everything out real quick. We definitely don't recommend bringing your drinks from the resort onto the monorail <laughs> to finish them at the gate. Um, apparently, in front Disney, of security guards. As yeah, apparently, Disney does not allow that, <laughs> and um, we got confronted. <laughs> um, this wasn't very merry. This was actually not. No, it was very merry. This was very merry. Yeah. Oh man. So the time we went to very merry. So we we pregamed at the Polynesian. I think it was Trader Sam's. And then we got another drink at the bar. Um, so the outer rim? Yeah, no, not the outer rim. That's um, contemporary. Um, 
just the second bar in the Polynesian, I think it was. Yeah, actually. like Ohano, but it's like the bar that's right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got the drinks and we got on the monorail. No one said anything. And there was a lot of cast members that were there, you know, just obviously grouping, well, not grouping us, but like letting us go in and stuff. Didn't say anything. Got off, you know, at the platform at Magic Kingdom and all those people didn't say anything. We went down there, we finished a drink, and the security guard comes up saying, You can't have alcohol here. And I was like, What? It's like, Yeah, it's illegal. Like, I, I, what do you say exactly? Because he said something that was very technical that was like, it, it, was, it was something about we were breaking the law. Yeah, yeah, we were breaking the law. And I was like, What? Like, you guys sold us alcohol. Like, Disney <laughs> sold us as alcohol. And he led us on this monorail with beer in our hands. And he's like, and we're like, okay, well, we'll finish him real quick. And he's like, no. So Coaster Bro and myself proceed to just chug. We made his, eye contact and went for it. Yeah, we just chugged our drinks in front of this guy. And he just like looks at us and then he walks away to go talk to his supervisor. So we decide to just like, well, we, we're not going to get caught. We got to go in this thing. So we went up to the gate real fast and got into the park. Um, and he literally, the security guard stopped someone else because he like forgot how we look like. Stopped someone else, and then I just remember dr- walking in real fast, made eye contact, and we were so far away that we just snuck into the park, and he couldn't find us. And snuck in by we had a we had a ticket, we bought the ticket, we gave yes. it to the. <laughs> yeah, we we went through the, the the proper protocols, but then we just. He also didn't tell walking. us to stay there. Yeah. We just like, okay, we're going in now. <laughs> yeah, he went to go talk to his supervisor. Then we we finished the drink the way and then went into the park. And then he tried to find us again, but stopped someone else. And Pretty he, funny. he mistaked it. So but, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Well, we do. It's funny. Recommend. like, But just be prepared if you do get caught. Say <laughs> You can't blame the Costa Cuzzies for that. So Yeah, don't blame us. Ugh. Lightning doesn't strike twice. No. But what's unique about this, um, I guess, this – this ticketed event is you are generally paying for lower crowds and you get like unlimited hot chocolate and cookies. But after you yes. have a few of those, you like feel like dog shit and you don't want to eat anymore. Yeah. They taste good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, they just, yeah, you just kind of feel like crap, like eating all that sweets and stuff. So like the nice part about not so scary is like you get all the candy, but you don't have to eat it right then and there. You could kind of take it home. And I mean, technically, you could probably take the cookies home, but they're not going to be that good the next day. So, and they're going to be hard to carry around. Yeah, because yeah. they're exposed cookies. I will say though, uh, the prettiest the castle looks, in my opinion, is when Elsa lights up that castle and turns it into like the ice castle. I think that's really cool. And then the snow on Main Street is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Somehow it works. You're in the middle of Florida. It's still sort of hot out and it's snowing and it's believable <laughs> and I don't get it. All right. One event that I want to bring up that I love near and dear to my heart is Six Flags Over Georgia. The holiday in the park event, I think, is one of the best holiday events out there. Now, the reason I say this is it has the perfect blend of like holiday lights and holiday events, but it has all of the thrill rides. So they do not close down much of any of their rides. I think, I think the last report I heard is they keep everything open outside of the water rides. Yeah. Um, as of the last couple of years though, they usually close down uh, great American screen machine, Superman and justice league, um, the dark ride, but like, you're not missing too much out except for justice league. Mm. I, I think, but um, what, what's great about this park, they, they have their food and beverage, kicks it up, and actually their drink game is pretty strong. So they have a few like pop-up bars that they'll put in some of the restaurants that they have. They transform them into like Christmas bars with specialty hot chocolate, whiskey drinks, and um, there's just a lot of that around the park. You've got some mores going. I say some mores wrong. Get off me. I don't care. And that's how I say it, man. S'mores. S'mores. Just say s'mores. No, thanks. I say it how I say it. It's like the family guy, like, s'mores. <laughs> My wife makes fun of me for that. But I think everyone should make fun of you for that. Oh, fair. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, there are s'mores there. You can make them. Uh, it does cost money, but it's worth it. Like, you got to get them. And then it's just like you can hop on Goliath. And just ride an awesome B&M Hyper, get off, 
take a picture with an elf. It's just, it works. And it's surprising how well the lights are. They bring in, they actually bring in a third party to do most of their lights called Oak Island. Um, and they do a really good job decorating that park. And you can just tell they put a lot of money into it. Unlike Six Flags St. Louis, who you can tell gets no money for their holiday events. <laughs> <laughs> but to add on to this, I, I do want to add on an honorable mention, even though I just mentioned my first one. If you go to Atlanta, you got to make it a weekend of holiday events. Oh yeah, Because Stone Mountain Park is the sleeper event of the nation that nobody knows about nation (laughs) yes it's a so for those of you that don't know what stone mountain park is it's this southern monument problematic (laughs) it's got like this huge stone mountain it's basically a big it looks like a stone mountain and they built attractions based off of this so you can hike up to the top wait a minute time out yeah stone mountain park looks like is stone mountain yes Damn, I wouldn't expect that. You never would have guessed it. Yeah. Anyways, that's go the, on. <laughs> that's the whole thing behind it. You can hike up that mountain or you can take like a, a sky ride up there. And they also just have like small attractions like mini golf, a um, train that goes around the mountain and all that stuff. But they have like a main street that they decorate. And if you were to look at main street, it looks like you just walked into Dollywood or Silver Dollar City. Oh, wow. And they, and they also have a huge hill. What do they call it? I'm doing this without any Is research. Stone Hill? No, it's something mountain. Snow Mountain. It's Snow Mountain. Snow Mountain. And you can pay to do sledding and play in snow, which is like a big deal in Atlanta because kids don't get to play in the snow there. So <laughs> it, it, it's a really good event. And like, I would even say if you were wanting to make like the, the best, like long weekend, tie it in with Dollywood, do Stone Mountain do six flags over georgia and you've got a really good trip there of holiday events awesome so i just had to throw that in there because nobody talks about stone mountain is it the best it's not but it is a mini hershend because it is owned by hershend christmas event so they got the ip do they got they got like rudolph and they got the yeti dude (laughs) rudolph's babe you know (laughs) Well, I mean, since it's right there by Atlanta, you might as well, yeah, like I said, make a weekend out of it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite um, Halloween, wow, Christmas events. Hey, do, do, <laughs> you do what you got to do, man. I love HHN. <laughs> yeah, this is how much I love HHN. I'm bringing it up on a Christmas show. Um, you Jingle really got to check out these houses, people. No. <laughs> Anyways, actually, we're not going to Universal. We are going to... SeaWorld in Orlando for their um, holiday. I keep wanting to say Halloween. What am I doing? It's Uh, like the same word, bro. Holiday event, which is SeaWorld's Christmas celebration. Um, So when I lived in Orlando, um, I used to go this once every season, like uh, Christmas time comes around. I think it's the best Christmas event in Orlando personally. Um, Wow. Yeah, because I think it just has everything you want in a Christmas event where it has the lights. So the lights themselves, like the whole park isn't like super lit up, but, it, you know, most of the buildings kind of have Christmas lights on it. And there's a few like trees here and there. But when you kind of get into the back of the park where like the Shamu Stadium is and uh, um, the, the, the little kitty area that's at the park, they and they kind of what they do there. Um, like festivals and stuff that little section there's a lo- the big like lake that's there and they have just all, all they put all these floating platforms out there and they just have these light up christmas trees out there and they call it the sea of trees and it is probably one of the most like magical things just seeing all of them out there lit up and sparkling and stuff and i know they kind of sometimes go with the music a little bit they kind of flash and like go in and out with some of the christmas music that's playing um they also have some IPs too. They they got Rudolph. You you can meet and take photos. With How did Rudolph. everybody get Rudolph? It's crazy. He's just everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite Christmas shows that's there is uh, well they have two of them. You know during the day they have like Sea Lion High. Well they do a Christmas uh, show with the Sea Lions, and that's always a good show no matter what. Um, and then my favorite one is the ice skating show that they have, um, which is kind of where they're kind of a stadium where they have concerts at. They yeah. Ice skating down. Yeah, we saw Alan Jackson there. <laughs> um, 
and you could actually during the day you could actually go there and, and ice skate yourself and everything you could rent rent skates um and kind of do that i had some friends there the other day i saw on facebook they're, they're having a good time um but yeah they also uh um but yeah the show though is just amazing like like i remember the first time i saw it i was like I was just mesmerized. I don't know why. It's just an ice skating show, but it's just like a <laughs> park. And then, of course, like you could still ride the coasters. So, you know, you got Kraken, you got Mantis, you got Mako, all those ones, and they're great. So, that is uh, the one event in Orlando I haven't gone to, and I've always regretted it. Because yeah. I would go during the week, and it's not open on weird days. And then, like, on, on the days that they are open, we went to like, um, very merry instead it's like damn it i gotta go well you were very um very adamant of going to very merry um, i am a big fan of it remember i wasn't too excited about that because like we just not so scary mm-hmm. and also i think a big reason why i wasn't a big fan you're at ap yeah i had an annual pass holder like so i basically spent all this money now i gotta pay for this ticket a hundred dollars just go to magic kingdom and i go anytime i want just for some cookies and hot chocolate don't get me wrong i'm glad i did it those, I'm glad I did it. That I, hot chocolate, though. Yeah. That hot was, chocolate, though. It was good. <laughs> I don't know about $100 worth good, but, uh, again, I, I, I'm glad I did it once, but would I go back? Yes, if I wasn't an annual pass holder. So, yes, I would do that event again. But I, I would say take, I, I generally only want to go back if, like, I was bringing Brittany. Yeah, of course. Like, not a, showing somebody it. Yeah. Not just, like, if it was you and me. Like we would just go to SeaWorld. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll, I'll take SeaWorld Christmas celebration over Very Merry any day. So, damn son. Yeah. All right, and last one I'm gonna bring up. I'm just gonna bring it up as a duo: Silver Dollar City and Dollywood. The reason I bring them up is because they are the same event, man. You got the same characters, the same food, the same vibe. The shows <laughs> are gonna be great, and um, you know the food's gonna be good. But I, I really think those those two parks, I think the event, so we generally go every year to Silver Dollar City's Christmas event. And that's generally the only time I ever go to Silver Dollar City. It's that's like that, that event is so strong that it's just hard not to go during that time of year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go too much into it. Everybody knows those are elite Christmas events, but... Like the hype is real. If you have the opportunity to go to either one, do it. Do it. Do it. Do you well, have any more you wanted to talk about? Um, I think we just need to give some love to our home park and talk about Winterfest a little bit. Oh shit. Yeah. So Yep. Uh always uh, Yeah, so uh World of Fun. Um and a lot of Cedar Fair parks do this, but I'm a, I've only been to the one at World of Fun um they have winter fest uh unfortunately not doing it this year because of covid um but we i've been to it twice uh both times at costa bro i think you've been to it like three times four times i worked it one year and then like the the year it opened we went like four times and then i think i went two or three times last year so like people will come in town yeah Yeah. like ex-coworkers will come in town and be like i'm gonna go <laughs> I'm like, yeah, me too. I want to because it's, it's so fun to go to. Yeah, it's a great event. Um, you know, the whole park, they uh, the Christmas lights that they put up, um, did a very good job on that throughout the park. Um, what I like specifically about Worlds of Fun is they took the areas that are already in place and like like Orient, for example, they decorated like an like an Orient looking Christmas. So it's like a big ass dragon on spinning dragons, and they have the hanging lanterns. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the only place they do it, to be honest. But I like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those it's one of those events that I I enjoy going to. And even though pretty much almost all the rides are closed, even if I didn't ride a ride, I would still enjoy it and I would still do it. Um, just because like it's just fun being there. The atmosphere is great. Just walking around the park, seeing the lights, and going to see like the the Charlie Brown Christmas tree is always fun. And they have mm-hmm. some really good. Uh, spiked christmas drinks like kind of like a hot chocolate spiked drink that are is very very tasty and especially on a nice chilly night i'll warm you up and um i'm I'm really sad it's not going on this year i get it 100 percent, but i i definitely miss it there's something about a spiked hot chocolate 
going around with your bros and just looking and at Christmas bros. lights and lady bros. Yeah. Next year, though, we got to do that. We got to do the VIP igloo, dude. Yes. So last year they had these igloos out in the Americana section that you could kind of rent out and just kind of chill in and whatnot. Had like a little heater in there and stuff. Um, little private little party and whatnot we could throw in there. If, if we ever monetize this podcast, I know <laughs> what we're throwing our money into. <laughs> VIP igloo. <laughs> and VIP, Coming live. And VIP, VIP shitters. Igloo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They're listening yeah. to us. Anything else on uh, Winterfest that I was missing? No, nah, man. It's, like you said, I, I've been there. The first year I went, I think I only rode one ride. I didn't even ride Prowler when it was going. Like We rode the carousel because my sister wanted to ride the carousel. Like We spent most of our time going around decorating cookies and just checking out the lights and petting camels. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, uh, it's just such a unique experience. And I know that all the Cedar Fair parks are pretty similar as far as their Winterfest. Like, it's it's a little bit carbon copy, just like Cedar Fair Parks are in general. Yeah. So, but it is a good time. Do I wish they tried to open more rides? I do. But they do put a lot of street atmosphere, like entertainment out there that kind of holds you over and makes you forget that you can't get on Patriot for some reason. So sad. All right. I think All it's right. time to get to our game, man. Yeah. So we're going to have the first ever game show on the Coast of Cuzzy's podcast. So we're going to switch over to a different audio clip where we have our new buddy Pierre on and Coaster Bros is going to take it away with this game show. So we're excited to get our first game show started. And today we bring on the most positive man that I've ever met. He's a great artist and the most knowledgeable man that I have ever met about movies. He became a YouTube sensation on YouTube on the YouTube page Special Books by Special Kids in a video called Pierre's Movies. Man with autism knows every movie release date. Or that video in particular is at 1.3 million views. Today we get to challenge his claim even more and welcome to the show Pierre, the movie expert Owens. <laughs> Pierre, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Good. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank um, you. It is. You are the movie expert. You're the guy on YouTube that knows all the movie dates. I think from 1980s on is is what the video said. Right. You are like a book of knowledge. Right. And uh, I'm really excited to have you on today. Uh, I want to give kind of a backstory because uh, my wife and I, we, we watch... Um, special books by special kids we've watched a lot of those videos together and one time i don't know if you remember what year it was it was a couple years ago 2017 2017 so my wife and i we really wanted to see the mr rogers documentary and we went to the alamo and alamo draft house main street yeah on main street downtown kansas city right and i went to the bathroom and i saw your face and I remember when you walked by, I was like, that guy looks so familiar. Like, what do I know him from? And then I, I went to my wife and she's like, I, I thought the same thing. And then she got on YouTube and found your video. And she's like, that's him. That's the movie expert. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a conversation with you. And, and um, I don't know if it was the first time you ever recognized like in person for the YouTube video or not, but it was really exciting to meet you. Um, it was just cool because we could say that we watched a movie with you. We were in the same theater as you. And, um, gosh, it was just a really cool thing to meet you. All right. And then the other day you came up, you were on Facebook, and you posted a status. What did it say? I can't remember. It, it was something along the lines of you wanted to be on a podcast. Yes, right. Yeah. So I, I read that. I was like, I have a podcast. And uh, I think we can tie this in. There's been a lot of roller coasters in movies Right. And I think we can test your knowledge on release dates and kind of intro it with like roller coaster scenes and test you with basically movies that have roller coasters featured in them. So that's kind of what we're going to do today okay. and uh, do a little game. So this is our first game on Coaster Cuzzies, by the way. Okay. Cool. And so it's really exciting. But basically, how it's going to work, I'm going to ask you 10 questions. I'm okay. going to intro the movie. 
right. And then I'll ask you the release date and you will get points for the release date. So if you get zero to four, correct, you're going to get a $5 gift card to Starbucks. If you get five to seven, correct, it's going to be $10. Eight to nine will be 15. And if you get all 10, we're going to give you 20 bucks to Starbucks to just drink all the coffee in the world. So to point out with Google, some release dates aren't correct. So I'm right on most on most dates. Okay. So I actually used uh, IMDB. Is oh. that a pretty accurate release date, you would say? I think so. Okay. Cool. So I'm sure you're going to get a lot of these right. I'm pretty excited. Um, and are you ready to hop in, man? Yeah, let's do this. Our first question. All right. So in this movie... The roller coaster clip. There is a plane crash that is clipped in with Macaulay Culkin riding the Iron Wolf roller coaster at Six Flags Great America. I'm just gonna ask. So, so for the listeners at home, you can guess what this roller coaster is. Play along, because that's probably what you might know. You're probably not gonna know release dates as well. And I am gonna ask you if you know them. Um, now, you don't have any amusement park experience. Like the last theme park you went to was like well, fine. World of Fun in like 2007, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, so it's been... So you don't know a whole lot about like the amusement world. Right. But we're going to have people play along, and just if you know the movie. Do, do you happen to know what that movie might be with Macaulay Culkin? Richie Rich? You knew... Oh my God, you know it. Richie Rich. <laughs> yeah. Richie Rich is the movie. Now right. the question is, do you know the release date of Richie Rich? December 21st, 1994. That is correct. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, cool. Uh, just a fun thing about that movie, Macaulay Culkin was nominated for the worst actor for that movie in his role in that 1995 Razzle Awards. Uh, just a fun fact. Oh, my gosh. I did not think you were going to get Richie Rich. Okay. I've watched that movie so many times. Do you like it? Yeah. What's your favorite thing about that movie? The original score in the scene when they're at the park, at the park playing and when Richie invites his friends to his house. Oh, wow. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't watched a lot of these movies, so I'm going to be learning a lot from you today. <laughs> All right. On to the next movie, number two. All right. This movie features the classic wooden roller coaster Dragon from Rye Playland, and this scene ends in a car crash. Can you give me a hint? Um, there is a kidnapping happening kind of in the middle of this. It's okay if you don't know it. That was not a very good clue. <laughs> All right, so it's actually Fatal Attraction. Oh! <laughs> I know, you know the that one? date to that one. What's that? I know the release date to that one. What's the release date to that one? September, 20, September 18th, 1987. That's correct. <laughs> this is amazing. All right, so you're two for two. Oh, man. Okay, I, I think you're the real deal, Pierre. I don't think this is an act. This is this is amazing. How do you know all this stuff? I study. Okay. Well, how do you study? I study through Box Office Mojo and IMDB and watching the commercials and reading the newspapers. Cool. Did you know that there is a roller coaster database just like a um, a movie database? Fun fact. No. RCDB. Uh -huh. <laughs> they, they stole the idea. All right. On to number three. This film includes a scene where a shark attacks a ski show performer at SeaWorld. Do you know this movie? Jaws 2? Almost. It's actually Jaws 3. Jaws 3D is the Jaws. one at SeaWorld. That's, that's awesome, though. That was a really good guess. All right. July 22nd, 1983. Wow. Okay, you got it. We're three for three. I think I'm going to be losing $20 today. <laughs> now, this was a uh, very popular movie. 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb. I have a question. Have you seen all the movies that you studied and know the dates to? Awesome. Most awesome. of them? That's awesome. All right. In this scene, two kids ride at P&E Playland. They're, they're riding a ride where the operator tells the kids not to rock the cars or their heads will fall off. Final Destination 3? That's a good guess. But this one is actually Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days. Oh yeah, 
obscure movie. These were actually, by the way, all these movies were the listeners gave me their favorite scenes. So I've never seen most of these movies, but Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days. August 3rd, 2012. Get out of here. You know it. (laughs) (laughs) So you're four for four. We're almost out of the $5 range already. So um, let's see. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days, won a Kid's Choice Award for Best Movie. Hmm. Fun fact. Nice. Who knew? All right. We're moving on to number five. Right now, Pierre is four for four. And I thought I was going to be stumping you on a lot of these. So I am impressed so far. All right. This movie's famous for its ridiculous roller coaster accident at PE Playland. Uh, the corkscrew causing the coaster to derail. And derail means to fall off the tracks. What's Final Destination 3? It is. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome because you actually, on the last one, that roller coaster from Final Destination 3 is in that, that Diary of the Wimpy Kid scene. So that was really close. <laughs> All right. So Final Destination 3, do you know the date? February 10th, 2006. All right. He's moved into the $10 range. Five for five so far. (laughs) My gosh. This is outstanding. How are you feeling right now? You're five for five? Are you on a roll? Are you about to go 10 for 10? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up, man. All right. Going on to number six. Have you ever dreamed about blasting zombies from an SNS launch tower at Wild Adventures in Georgia? This movie is for you. The two main characters, they're riding a ride that goes straight up, and they're shooting down at zombies. Zombieland? Mm-hmm. Yes, Zombieland. Do you know the release date on this one? October 2nd, 2009. Get out of here. Yep, six for six. There we go. <laughs> you like Zombieland? Is that a good movie? Yeah, it's pretty good. If I haven't watched it, is it like a must-watch? It's a must-watch. It's okay. more <laughs> That's true. All right. This is this is actually my personal favorite movie uh, really? on the list. Lisa Pete is in this movie. You'll also see clips shot inside of Kennywood where uh, you never give away a giant-ass panda. Beverly Hills Cop 3? That's a good guess. This one is actually Adventureland. Oh. Adventureland with, is it Jesse Eisenberg? Is that is that who the main actor is? And Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. Adventureland, you know when that movie was released? April 3rd, 2009. Yes, seven for seven. Yes. Wonderful. If you get the next one right, you're at least walking away with 15 Starbies dollars. Right. I just call them Starbies dollars. That's not what they're officially called. So this one, Eddie Murphy saves two kids from the now-removed Sky Whirl at California's Great America. Beverly Hills Cop 3. That's the one. Do you know the release date? May 25th, 1994. Yes, of course. Eight for eight. Yes. Eight My for gosh. Eight. That is outstanding. All right. Um, my favorite part of that movie, do you know what scene when he's like saving the kids from the Ferris wheel? Yeah. My favorite part is when the body just falls out of the Ferris wheel and just lands on the midway and like everyone just ignores it and like save those kids. <laughs> it's just like, wait a second. Didn't somebody fall out of this? Okay. I just thought that was funny. When I watched it, this is going to be a favorite of yours, I think. Okay. All right. The only way to respond to an amusement park being closed is to force a security guard at gunpoint to operate all of the rides for you, you and your family. What rides? Or what movie is that? National Lampoon's Vacation. That's correct. Do you know the release date? July 29th, 1983. Of course. Nine for nine. So you are at $15. If you get this one rise, you are walking away 10 for 10. And with a bunch of Starbucks drinks. No pressure. All right. This is going to be a tough one. This is a TV movie release. It was never released in theaters. Are you ready for it? Yeah. All right. The only thing worse than riding Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket at Universal is riding it in a Sharknado. Sharknado? Yes. But the third one. So Sharknado 3. Do you know the release date of Sharknado 3? A TV release. I don't know that this is even fair. But I want to see if you can get it. I had to guess, released in 2012. No, this one is actually 2015. Damn. 2015. I try. I had to trick you on that one. That was that was on me. That was a TV release. I don't know if that's even fair. So you you went nine for ten. Right. That's outstanding, dude. Thank you. That's amazing. I I guarantee you, there is nobody else that would have went ten for ten on that one. It was Sharknado three on there? 
Right. It was very obscure. <laughs> but congratulations, you've won that $15 Starbucks. Thank and you. Before you go, I do have some questions now. You are Art? an artist, is that right? Uh-huh. Do you want to do you want to share um where people can follow you to to follow your art and 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 keep track of, of Pierre? Uh find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram, find me on Snapchat and TikTok. You're on TikTok? Yes. Oh dude, I'm going to follow you. What what's your name on TikTok? I'm doing it right now. Pierre Owens. You always have a message to tell people. And <laughs> I just wondered, what would you like to tell our listeners? If you're listening, if you listen to this podcast, always be mindful, be positive, be creative. When the going gets tough, always be positive. Always have a great song in your heart. Don't let them get down, get you down. Don't let don't let the haters get you down. Period. That's a, that's a great message, Pierre. That gives me a lot of optimism going into into this work week, and I really appreciate you coming on the show and and sharing your knowledge with us today. That was outstanding what you just did <laughs> I'm, uh, man i don't know how you did it but uh thanks for coming on the show pierre and no i'm excited to share this with our listeners all right all right man we'll talk to you later all right thanks for having me on oh man pierre that guy was so good do you, you see all that knowledge he brought into the show yeah he dropped he nailed it that guy knows everything about movies that's insane. I, Did you really think so that he would more. get that one movie? No, not at all. That one movie <laughs> that he got, That man. one movie. That one? That. Oh, I don't know how that, he got it. It was insane. That one okay. movie. And uh, he's he going to be drinking Starbucks for a long time with that gift card he won. Mm-hmm. With the, the X amount of dollars he wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> the X amount, yeah. Yeah. Perfect amount. Wow. Well, good work, Pierre, <laughs> man. It was great having you on the show, dude. <laughs> all right. Now it's time to go into our thought of the week dun, dun, dun. So said, man. Well, why don't you start sounds good my thought of the week uh oh man thought of the week so i uh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna have to plug some more is like i think people i think every this is i know it's not very popular in america but I think it's real popular in Europe. I think people need to get bidets. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm on this bidet kick. Like I was researching them. You know, I think it's the best route to go down for your for your anus. Um, it, it saves you more money on toilet paper. You're not going to need as much. Um, you don't really aren't going to use that much water. Um, first off, you know, before we even get into like anal health and everything, um, it goes down to your diet first. Everyone needs to start eating right, a higher right. fiber diet. You gotta, you gotta put, let it come out. Yeah, specifically, um, whole plant foods are always the best. Like beans, that's great. Lentils, great for fiber. Um, that's just gonna help you on the toilet in the long run. Um, and then right. to clean it up, bidets, people. I think bidet. I really, I think this is something that every American household needs to get. And Especially in 2020 when we're just freaking out over toilet paper being gone. If you had a bidet, you've been good. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I don't need anything else. And people, you're listening to this on uh, December 15th. You got 10 days, 10 days to go out and get all your friends and family bidets for Christmas. I'm go take care you. of that booty, son. Yeah, take care of your booty and take care of your friends and family's booties too. Get your people a bidet. Hey, man, if you get a bidet, I'm coming over. We're, we're going we're gonna to have a bidet party. I'm just gonna eat a lot other. the day before, the day of, and the day before. <laughs> just a lot of fiber, some fiber one cereal, you know. Yep. Come over yeah. and have a good time. Bidet it up. I feel you. That's my thought of the week. Everyone get a bidet. Everyone get a bidet. Uh, what you thought, thought of the, of the week? week? <laughs> it's not nearly as nasty, <laughs> or it's clean, I guess. Yeah, it's clean. The, the way you look at it. Um. God dang. My thought of the week. So the Nintendo Switch blows my mind. And the reason it blows my mind is they have this controller. Have you played it yet? I've I, I played a Switch before. They have those two controllers that you can pull out and then turn it to plays plays Game Boy or whatever. Yeah. You take them out. And use each one as a controller, so you got two controllers there somehow. 
I don't know how this works. And then you can just play it on the television. Is, when did this happen? When, when, when was this? Was this the first? Am I just, I, I have like a decade of video games where I just like blacked out and didn't do anything. Is that I not mean, mind-blowing? I think when this happened, uh, March 3rd, 2017 is when the Nintendo Switch was released. So I think that's when it happened. 2017. <laughs> yeah. I am three years behind. <laughs> I, I'm shocked too, that 2017, yeah, that feels like it's, it's new. But yeah, I mean, I think there might have been something similar to that, but not a name brand console. Like the uh, Wii yeah. kind of did it. Yeah, I guess the Wii kind of, but it wasn't portable. Really. You couldn't do the portable side of it. It's um, amazing. Yeah, and I mean, they had Game Boys, and then PlayStation had their little handheld, and Sega Game Gear? Was it Game Gear back in the day? It was a Game Gear, I think. Yeah, that was like the original. I mean, those Game Boy and Game Gear were like the two, and Game Boy just took off. But yeah, Switch is, is pretty cool. Like I kind of want one myself, but I can't. I don't really play video games that much, and I can't really justify it. I got other stuff I need to buy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a cool idea and stuff. Just the technology of whoever thought of it. I mean, you're a genius. Probably the same person that, that made the bidet. Probably. It had to be him. Doing big things. So, like, you, know, you know, when I'm after my clean asshole, I want to be able to play multiplayer or take a portable. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, go, I'm doing number two in the restroom. I'm playing my Nintendo Switch. Yeah. What, what are you going to do? Are you going to keep the door open so you can see the TV and play like that? No, because that's private. You know, you got to keep that shut. So, bam, I could just play it on the screen. Then I was like, all right, I need to clean my ass. So, use my bidet. Then I'm going to go back out there. And guess what? My friend's coming over. Let's pop this baby out. We got two player going. We can put on the TV. And I can say, yo, buddy, you know, I got a bidet in there too if you need to go number two and clean your booty. There you go. I want to apologize to Pierre for uh, being featured on this show that we talked about bidets for half of it. This was not planned, Pierre, <laughs> and I apologize. Um, we'll make a special clip for you to share with your friends that involves no bidets. <laughs> All right. All right. Speaking of plugging stuff, um, you guys should follow us on Instagram, Coaster Cuzzies. We've been playing around on there. We have an elimination challenge. That is probably concluding at this point. So the winner was probably, who do you think won? Probably very merry. All right. I'm going to say Dollywood won. Congratulations to Dollywood. And very merry for probably a runner-up. <laughs> People speak. tried. I'll just I don't, be completely wrong. <laughs> I think we will be. Uh, my favorite part of this so far, because we're, we're recording this very much in advance, like a week before the show actually comes out. People are trying to eliminate the Coaster Cuzzies logo, and I'm here for it. Like it's a park. <laughs> it's actually in a tiebreaker as we speak tonight, and there's at the time of the recording, Coaster Cuzzies logo is about to be the person eliminated by one. So, well, I know if Coaster Cuzzies was a park, we would have – VIP shitters with the days. <laughs> That's what's up. All right. And speaking of Instagram, make sure you check out Coffee with Coaster Bro every Saturday morning, nine o'clock. We cover the news. We answer your questions. And maybe we'll talk about bidets next time. Who knows? I think we, we need won't. a sponsor by bidets. We should. That should be our first <laughs> sponsor. Uh, also, you need to check us out on Discord. If you don't know what Discord is, figure it out because we have a group of people that have a blast talking about roller coasters, talking about food, talking about ride operator stuff, mostly talking about food and sharing recipes. I don't know how it happened. This is a coaster community discord, but if you want to join it, just DM us. Say, hey, I won't be one of those cool motherfuckers on discord. That's all you got to say. I'll shoot you the link. You get to be a cool motherfucker on discord. Okay. Hey. Also, make sure you check us out on the TikTok machine. YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, Coaster Cuzzies. We make it easy. We make it easy. Everything's Coaster Cuzzies. We make it easy. Make it easy. All right. All right. Well, we just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas because we'll be coming back at you again after Christmas. 
So I hope everyone has a safe and great holiday with their families or stay home if you're social distancing. Whatever you do, we're not going to judge. You know, just be safe. That's what we wanted you to do. Yes. And uh, to end off the show here, uh, I do want to play a voice clip. So you can always send in voice clips to us, by the way. It is coastercuzzies at gmail.com. And uh, Sean sent us in a nice little voicemail here. So uh, we're going to play that to end the show. I think Coaster's Cuzzies is awesome. I love all his topics, and he's such a great guy. 